0: Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Hey there, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to episode 18 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Will Friedner, and today we're going to talk about how to price your house. I've been seeing a lot of this lately because of the good market, people are getting greedy, and I see people listing their houses for way over the market value. And I know, that, I know that these people or you feel like your house is the best one on the block or that your house is way better than the neighbor who just listed his for X amount of dollars. But here's the deal. If you can understand this, it will save you a ton of time and irritation. Nobody cares why you think your house is the best one on the block. You have to think of your house as a product on the shelf at a store. When other people are looking at your house, they're comparing it to the other homes that they just looked at. Usually when you get a showing on your house, it's not the only showing that day. The agent will set up six or seven showings or or sometimes more. And just like someone shopping at the mall, if there are two of the basically the same items on the shelf right next to one another, and one is a few thousand dollars more or less than the other, which one do you think is going to sell first? Too many people just get caught up in the emotion of their house. And I get it, they lived there for a long time, their child took their first steps in the living room, they had great parties in the backyard, etc. But I don't want to sound harsh, but people looking your house don't care. More than likely, they've never been there before, so they have absolutely no emotional ties to your house. They're trying to picture their own things in there and how they can make their own memories there. And they are also wondering why your price is much higher than the house they just looked at a half mile away that's basically the same house. Here's why pricing your house high hurts you. A lot of people when they're looking at a house that is priced much higher than a very similar house, will not even make an offer. They're going to feel like they'll insult you with what they, which is probably a fair offer. So they don't even want to make that because they're afraid of insulting you and getting into an argument. So they just choose not to make any offer at all. If you have your house priced fairly, you're going to get offers and then you can negotiate. I've heard many people say that you know, if I price my house at X dollars, everyone's going to offer way low to start. I get that, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's a bad way to look at it because you need to remember you're in the driver's seat. It's your house. So you can say no to a low offer. Even if they come in a dollar low, <clears throat> you can say no. It's your house. You don't have to sell it. But at least with an offer, you can negotiate with the people and try to get more money. If you don't get any offer, obviously that's not possible. The other thing you need to understand is that if it's not a cash offer, there's going to be an appraisal on the house. So even if someone offers you what you're asking, if the appraiser comes in and says it's worth less, the bank is not going to give that buyer a loan. The only way they could get a loan at that point is if they come up with a difference in cash. If you think about it, Why would someone come up with extra cash for a place that a non-biased person just said is worth less than what they had offered to pay? So the appraiser is going to compare your house to similar homes that have sold in the area. He's going to give no extra value to the great parties you had in your yard or the fact that your kids learned to walk at, at that house. Also, the odds of finding a cash buyer that's not going to have an appraisal is pretty slim. Another bad thing about your home sitting on the market, is that it's not a secret anymore. With the technology, with all the homes listed on MLS, or all the homes on Zillow, you can find out how long it's been on the market. And the first thing people think when they see a home that's been on the market for a long time is that there must be something wrong with the house. Why isn't it selling? And the second most obvious thing is that it must be overpriced. So this does not help your cause at all. Again, people are just going to choose not even to make an offer at that point. Or even worse, they won't even set up a showing and look at the house. So there's no way you're going to get an offer then. So the best way you can get the most money for your house in this market is to price it competitively. If your house is priced well in this market, you can get multiple offers. And a lot of times the home will sell for more than the asking price. The longer it sits on the market your chances for multiple offers goes way down. I've seen and used the strategy where you price it kind of low and you end up getting four or five offers on the place and you get more than you originally were going to ask for it. And in this market, especially in the Uh, let's say under $300,000 range, there's just nothing out there. And when something good does come available in that price range, it sells instantly. So try and get greedy and get a whole bunch of extra money for your house right now. I know it's tempting, but there's better ways to do it. And and there's to get the most money you're going to get is to do the things that we just talked about. And another way to look at this is figure out how much the house costs you each month. Let's say your mortgage payment's $2,500 a month and your utility bills and miscellaneous expenses are 500 a month. So there's $3,000 a month that you're paying basically to own your house. So if your house is listed for $10,000 more, if it sits on the market for three months... There's your $10,000 basically that you just paid to keep the house for that long. So if you can take away one thing from this episode, please try to step away from the emotions of the house and look at it like a product. Everyone is looking for a deal and there is so much information out there now. People are going to know if you're overpriced. If you're thinking of selling and would like some help with pricing, feel free to contact me. I'd be happy to help. And with that, we will see you next week. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at Podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanarealestatepodcast.com or if you want to call, you can call me at 406-249-1735. We'll see you all next week.